talk about conscious endings, conscious goodbyes, or abrupt endings and abrupt goodbyes, right? I know for me today is the five-year mark that I lost someone very near and dear to me, someone very special, and it's wild to imagine that it's been five years, and also, what is time, you know? Time, space, what is it, you know? On the other side of this life, what if five years is just a blank? Sometimes we can tap into that too. But if you are in a season of goodbyes or transitions, or if you're just wondering when is it time to say goodbye, if it feels stale or overdue, or if it feels like convenient to stay in a place that just is no longer serving or no longer stimulating or no longer um, reciprocated, it's like totally okay to move along and it's normal. And I think what we've been holding on to as a society is well, I feel like there's a way that like entitlement plays into it, but also um, we don't owe anybody anything ever, you know? And I think that we may take things for granted or we may take the ways that people show up for granted or we may not actually say how we really feel out of fear. And this is just another reminder to just say how you feel, you know? And if you're needing something, just say so. Like it's the person on the other side receiving will respect you if they're meant to. And the hope is that they do. And the hope is that they come around to understand and respect you. But if that's not the case, if that's not what we get, it's okay. I know for me, my family, especially my dad's lineage, my dad's dad experienced father loss at age five. So Imagine just the times back then where scarcity and lack were much higher and now there's an abandonment wound from a father figure, you know. My papa, my dad's dad, lost his father and then lost his brother. And then my dad wanted to protect us all from loss by avoiding sadness and grief and that didn't really work. But all of my siblings, including myself, we've all experienced loss and just makes me wonder if that magnitude of grief and loss has been passed down, you know, down the lineage, down, down, you know, there is something to be learned here. When we, when we continue to pass along patterns, what it really means is there's more to learn here. There's more to learn here. And through my journey of grief and loss, it's been heavy, you know, it's been really heavy. And through my own personal awakening, I had my awakening at the end of 2019. I made a decision to get off of hormonal birth control. I decided I was no longer going to be reliant on the medical system that was not really supporting me. And... Coming off of hormonal birth control that I had been on for 10 years, it's now been three years since I've been off. So, you know, 
been off almost a third of the time I was on it, right? Less than a third, but you get the point. I experienced low lows of depression. I didn't know that that was what I was going to go through, but I did. And mixed in with the pandemic and the unknowns. And that was right when I started my own business as well. So I was shedding the layers of hormonal birth control. I was starting my own business and I was in a world of unknowns, which meant that anything was possible, but also just meant that I was forging the way and I was creating my own path. And what I've come to learn along the way is that my path doesn't have to look anything like anyone else's. And the part that I get stuck is that I kind of expect or perhaps assume that others are on my path or on parallel paths right sometimes I'll put that on others like oh my gosh we're on a similar path and that's because I desire connection and belonging but come to find out sometimes people are not on the same path and like that's actually perfect it's actually perfect because when you face the people and cross paths with those who actually are on your path it makes it that much more special really does it makes it that much more special and when you say goodbye when you have conscious endings or when you choose to stop a dynamic or when you choose to shift a perspective like there's always going to be a part of you that remains in those in that part of life you know what I mean like For example, with me, I've lived in many different places in Boulder, and I also often find myself revisiting those spots, you know, and like my first place in Boulder is really close to the office that I work at, and so when I take breaks and when I walk, I will walk around that neighborhood, you know, and I think about the self that I was back in 2015. Who was I back then? What fears did she have? What dreams did she have? You know, and I almost crisscross timelines. I almost go back in time because I have that felt sense of what it was like to be her then, you know. And then the second place that I lived in Boulder, I was really into marathon training and I was really into running, you know, running, 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 everything running because that gave me life, you know, that was so potent at the time. I still run, by the way, but just not every single day and not in a marathon fashion. And then the next place that I lived in was a place <clears throat> was a place of such transformation. Like I cycled through so many versions of myself in those in these last four years. And then I think about today being the day of the five years that. I lost my high school sweetheart. It's like, it was such a complicated loss, you know? And just to think that like five years ago, he was here, you know? And just to think of how much has happened in five years and how much change has been required and how much letting go and shifting has been required, even when it feels sticky or hard. And I just want to say for those of you who are experiencing a tragic grief or loss or just a big change like all of your feelings are valid and you get to grieve in your own ways you get to express in ways that feel good to you 
and take your time with it. Be gentle with it. It's go it's gonna happen. Like you can't avoid it. You know, you can't dismiss it. You can't suppress it. The sooner that you allow your sensations to just arise and you allow yourself to tend to those emotions, like the more adaptable you will feel. So yeah sometimes when we don't get that conscious goodbye when like things happen like death that can subconsciously feel like abandonment right it can feel like you have been left and that's where you get to dig deep and find who you really are and get to find the parts of self that have been knocking and that have been ready to erupt you know so yeah, just know that your path is unique and that there's nothing wrong with being on your own path. And just know that relationships are in your life as greatest teachers. Some are here for a reason, some are here for a season, and some are here for a lifetime. And they're all special, every single one of them is special. And no matter what kind of relationship it is, it doesn't take away from the love, it doesn't take away from the potency, it doesn't take away from the transmission that you received. You know, like, it's just such a gift. It's such a gift. We get to receive what is. And that was what my latest post was about, was just being able to receive what is versus tainting it with our own perceptions. And you know, making it different than what it is or taking it personally, right? We get to just accept it for what it is. And if we've been extremely conditioned to distract or deny or any of those coping strategies, then it's going to be a little bit longer of a process or it may take a little longer, a little more while. So with goodbyes, we get to nurture you know we get to love on those parts of us even more if our core emotional need is belonging and connection and the part of us that has felt like that need didn't get met because of a rupture like let's say it's a death or a goodbye or an ending if we didn't get what we needed then we have our coping strategies or our parts that come online that are these roles that play a part to try to help us from never experiencing pain again, which we know is not possible. But these parts of us that are young and vulnerable and fractured and imprinted, they are the ones that need redirection and sustainability. The roles just need to shift a bit to be, you know, more long-term, not just um, fragile in the moment, you know? So one of the ways that I cope is giving. Uh, I feel like the giving tree sometimes. And that's when I get to catch myself of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't have to be a people pleaser. Like imagine that, right? And then once I put that torch down, reality sets in real quick, you know, because I don't have to please anyone but myself. And I get to stay committed to myself, you know? That's really what matters. That's what's important is that foundational core relationship to self and the depth that self brings and the depth that self can expand into, you know? 
we flourish, we flourish when we step into the deeper levels of self and just allowance of self. Allowance, resting, and awareness. That's really the job. That's really where the doing is. That's what we're up to, you know? There's nothing else to do when it comes to receiving because we attract, you know? Especially in the feminine. We attract. We receive. We allow that vulnerability of receptivity to commence. And with that, it's 11 11. I love you all. Take good care. Big love. See you.